And then during the dinner, we had people just go around and talk a little bit about what was on their list. And it just created such a different environment in terms of gratitude and, and people recognizing how blessed their life was in so many ways. You're really talking about a different mindset. You're, you're trying to get us out of the, I guess, what you could call the culture of complaint and move into another arena, really the, the culture of gratitude. Our life is very much shaped by our attention. If you think about our experience of life, if we come home at the end of the day and someone says, well, how was your day? And we start reading off a litany of complaints about what broke and what didn't work, and this person said something mean to me, and this person cut me off on the highway. By the time we finish that, our experience is, this has been a terrible day, and I can't wait till it's over, and thank goodness it's time to go to sleep. But when we do that, it's not because it really was a terrible day. It's because that's what we've paid attention to. And the fact that the coffee maker worked or that the telephones worked and the computer worked and maybe our daughter came up to us and gave us a big hug when we came home from work. And because we don't pay much attention to those things and we focus on the problems, our experience becomes that life is just full of problems. And I think it's very much reinforced as soon as you pick up a newspaper or turn on the television set and, and the news is mostly about all the tragedies and difficulties in the world. But the cost of that is really our attitude, that we end up really taking things for granted and, and neglecting to appreciate all the things in our life that are really supporting us and helping to give us a good life. So you're talking about saying thanks to inanimate objects, and you, you write about this in your book, Nikon, uh, uh, basically being grateful for the toaster, the toilet, the mirror over the sink, all the stuff that we take utterly for granted. You're, you're saying we should thank them. It's a wonderful way to shift our attention. I spent some time in Southeast Asia working in refugee camps where when you had to use the bathroom, there was basically a, a pit toilet. And anybody who's been camping knows what that experience is like. But I remember getting back from Southeast Asia and, and the first day that I was back going to the bathroom and flushing the toilet with this handle and just the, the sense of, of awe and surprise that I could just pull this little lever down and suddenly all the waste products that I didn't really want around had disappeared and there was this nice clean water that had replaced it. And it, it took a certain amount of deprivation of not having that available to me to make me really appreciate it. And I think that, unfortunately, that's the sequence of things for most of us, that we have these things in our life, including people, who we really don't appreciate until those things or those people are gone, and then we suddenly realize how much we miss them. And wouldn't it be nice if we can turn that around and really appreciate those things and those people, including toilets and socks and mirrors and our car starting and the lines in the middle of the road when we're driving to work that keep everybody in their lanes. Wouldn't it be nice if we could appreciate those while they're still there and not wait until they're gone? Are you saying we should actually say thanks to these inanimate objects? I think it's a good exercise. If you look at other cultures, it's not that unusual. I think in our Judeo-Christian culture, it may sound very strange, for instance, to say thank you to a pair of socks, for example. <laughs> But if you look at, at other cultures, it, it's actually much more common in Native American culture and certain Asian cultures to see inanimate objects or things as having a particular spirit or nature and showing appreciation for those things. But whether or not you believe that, the actual act of saying thanks and expressing appreciation affects you. There's a little exercise that we do in some of the training that we do called garbage. And every time you're about to throw something away, you just pause for a second and you just say thank you 
to the garbage you're about to throw away. So, for example, I have a little wrapper here from a lozenge that I had in my mouth earlier, and that wrapper kept that lozenge fresh for me and for who knows how long. And so by mentioning thank you to that wrapper before I toss it into the garbage, it brings my awareness to the fact that this was an object that actually helped me and supported me in some way, which, as I do that throughout the day, really affects my attitude about my life and what kind of day I'm having. You're really suggesting that if you make a point of saying thanks, you're going to have a more positive attitude. I mean, it's almost as if if you if you do the behavior, a certain mindset will follow, and, and you're going to be happier. There are essentially three things that I think keep us from really experiencing gratitude in our life. And and one of those things is a sense of expectation. For example, you, you go into your bedroom and you turn on the light switch and you have an expectation that the light is going to go on. And of course it goes on and so you don't pay much attention to it and you, you don't feel much gratitude for it.